0: Welcome to the Beyond the Sermon podcast. Over the next 20 minutes, our goal is to dig deeper into the themes and topics of the most recent Sunday teaching. We'll look to tackle some of the challenging kinds of questions that you may be thinking as you heard the message but didn't get the opportunity to ask the teacher at the time. This podcast works in conjunction with our weekly Beyond the Sermon devotional. If you don't receive those already, you can sign up using the link in our podcast show notes. So whatever you're doing right now, at the gym, driving, folding laundry, whatever it might be, we invite you to listen in as together we go Beyond the Sermon.
1: Well, welcome, everyone. My name is Will Heron. I'm the Director of Discipleship at The Ridge, and I'm also your host for Beyond the Sermon. And with me today have Ridge Lead Pastor Mike Van Rees. Mike, welcome back. Thank you, Will. Yes, good to have you. Uh, So... The storyline of rags to riches is one of the most common over the course of history. Uh, you know, you mentioned the famous story of Cinderella in your sermon, but there are others, uh, like, you know, you think of Rocky, um, Orphan Annie, you know, My Fair Lady. And then here with Joseph in Genesis. Um, why do you think these kind of stories resonate with with us so much?
2: That is fascinating. There are a lot of the uh underdog cinderella type stories i think a lot of us we can we can relate to that uh, in many respects we often feel inadequate and we can connect to those characters and get behind them and just cheer for them
1: yes yeah it, it, it's interesting as well that we want to see them kind of rise like a phoenix from the ashes you know and yeah. uh i do think there's something that, that resonates with us actually about our own stories of that is is possible like that's what the bible speaks about i mean the gospel there is that possibility that we can um rise up like that in a sense from kind of dead end Mm -hmm. to a life in jesus um and so yeah it's just interesting to think about as as we jumped into genesis 41 and and i was kind of thinking about this rags to riches story but so we're we're kind of finally at a point with joseph where. There's a bit of a turning point in his life and, uh, you know, is truly really a rags to riches moment. He's had some seriously challenging experiences, but it seems like his fortunes are, are about to change. Um, I actually want to begin just at the, the end of your talk. Um, you spoke a little bit about hearing God's voice. And I've had a number, number of conversations around this theme over the last couple of years here at the Ridge. Um, can you reiterate some of the things you shared in your sermon on this? Uh, you know, how do we hear God's voice amidst all the other voices, uh, mm. both internal and external?
2: Yeah, sure. And I think, you know, one of the most common questions that I get, and you probably do too, Will, is um, well-intended people saying, I want to hear from God. You know, I, this is going on in my life. I'm facing this decision. What's God's will? What does he want? Um, and we want, want to hear from God. in Many moments in our life, I think sometimes we get a false impression that the way we're going to hear from God is kind of like the burning bush experience with Moses. He's just going to appear, we see a supernatural thing takes place, and all of a sudden there's the voice of God. That was actually an anomaly. Uh, If you think about how people really biblically heard from God, what God is really showing us, it's not always a burning bush. More often, it's an invitation into a relationship that's the primary way that God speaks to us is relationship. And so relationships, we know about this on a human level, relationships don't happen in a moment. It's not one grand glorious um, moment that totally changes things. It's just something that takes place a long time over time. And there's really no shortcut to that. Will, I mean, I, I can speak to, to our relationship. A couple of years ago, you know, we, we had talked a time or two. I think I had met you. Maybe that was something around three years ago. We said there was mm-hmm. a relationship there. But how does a relationship work? Well, then you you come on staff. All of a sudden, we see each other more often. We talk to each other more often. And our relationship grows and it deepens. And I think it continues to. The more time that we spend together, the better that we know each other. And that's the way relationships work, any relationship, including the relationship with God. So if we want to hear from God, thinking in terms of a relationship, that gets into things that we talk about pretty regularly. Those are the reasons why we read the Bible. So we can learn to recognize his voice. It's the reason that we pray on a regular basis. So we learn to dialogue with God worship. Another way that that God speaks to us. These spiritual habits are ways that just develop and nurture a relationship with God in ordinary times so that we can learn to hear his voice and recognize him when we are facing decisions and choices in life.
1: Right. One of the things, um, Mike, that I perceive maybe, you know, can be a concern for people when we think about hearing from God is they can kind of get their head and their hearts around God speaking through the Bible it feels quite tangible. And yes, you know, we we may discuss in terms of how we interpret a certain passage and things like that. But generally, I think people can get on board with that, that this is God speaking to us. But when it becomes more God speaking to us through, say, the Holy Spirit or giving, you know, like Paul talking about words of knowledge and things like that, I feel like sometimes then people can be a little more fearful of that um because it it feels like it just opens itself up to people maybe saying well i think god is saying this and so you should take that as authoritative." you know um so how do you approach that you know obviously we i know that we both believe that god does speak still today the holy spirit does uh does speak and so um yeah how do you how do you navigate that Yeah, I think that we do see times
2: when the Holy Spirit is maybe misinterpreted or misunderstood. I think it's really important not to just mean that means you can never hear God through the Holy Spirit because we've seen it abused or misused. Mm. There is certainly a level of subjectivity that comes into play when was that the Holy Spirit? Was it me? Was it maybe something, you know, that I have a desire for and kind of trying to discern where that was coming from. Um, I think that a lot of understanding and listening to that would be one bib the Bible is clear if it contradicts the Bible. Well, it's not the Holy Spirit. Um, Mm -hmm. They work together and they're designed to work together. Another is just just to notice my own, um, I guess, demeanor and spirit. There should really be a spirit of humility with it. it. It's not a, well, the the spirit told me to tell you to do this. Mm. Um, it, it's more, you know, here's something I think maybe that I sense God saying, "I'll give it to you, and you can see." You know, where's God with you on that one? But there, there really a sense of humility. I think is a big piece of it. And then I just encourage people to try it, to practice. Don't get to the point where you're so confident that I've got, you know, the word of God for you. Absolutely. Hold it in humility and just try it. Sometimes you might be right. Sometimes you might be wrong. My encouragement is once it, listen, listen to God throughout the day. Find maybe one prompting that you kind of sense. Maybe this is a God thing and follow up on it. And and then as you play that out, you can really see, well, maybe that was Spirit, maybe it wasn't. Examples because I do try and do this uh, on a daily basis. So uh, within the past couple of days, I'm trying to listen to God. And I got the sense that there was a person that was in the room I was in. And I got the sense that the person was discouraged. And I thought I kind of heard that. And I'm not an naturally perceptive person you know i can be pretty oblivious so for me to to pick up on something like that you know i have to tell sarah it's like you gotta you you gotta tell me. i can't read minds so if i've done something just tell me so for me to pick up hey i think there's a discouragement here i thought that that was the voice of the spirit and i kind of sent a prompting to go and just talk and engage in conversation just open up you know how are things going today ended up as that played out It really was. She was discouraged. There were things going in her life. We didn't end up having a prayer of salvation or anything like that, but it was a really meaningful conversation. And I think it was just the spirit opening me up to that. There are also times that I I miss it. Uh, You know, I'm not hundred percent on that. I had, and this was not very long, three, four days ago, something like that. I was at a store and there was an issue with the register Um, I was waiting for the person to kind of work on the register and get it fixed. And I just kind of felt, and I thought it was maybe a spirit prompting. We'll help him out. I've worked on a register before. I know how to run the tape. And so I'm like, hey, you know, can I help you? And I start, he's like, yeah, I start helping him. Supervisor comes by and the supervisor was really unhappy that this guy had a customer helping out (laughs) with his register. Mm -hmm. And so I read. Oh, okay. I think I missed that one. Yes. I, I don't think that that was uh, the spirit. So, uh, as you try, it's really an amazing adventure to listen and to see was that the leading of God? Was it not? And I think we get better the more that we do it.
1: Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think we are, if we don't do it at all, I think we're, and, and through the kind of the baby out there with the bathwater, I guess, as they say we're not going to get to experience God's leading in those situations because there are remarkable incidents, incidences where God speaks through people like in a supernatural way. And they have like a word of knowledge or something like that, an insight, which maybe nobody else knows or, you know, and it's just remarkable. It can be so encouraging and edifying and and healing for people when that happens but um so I love that Mike just a posture of humility as one of my friends says you know it's either God speaking or the bad pizza from last (laughs) night but um you know having that humility and then also I I do think particularly if you feel like you have a word situationally where you know I, I feel like God is maybe calling like me into this or calling my family into this and how do I? How do I test this? Um, sometimes those are hard to go to the Bible, you know. And, and like, yeah. is there anything Good. here about moving to Iowa and the Ridge? Because you know, is the Ridge it's not the that Bible? specific? Yeah. Um, but I think then not only just honestly coming before the Lord and asking and saying, Lord, would you bring clarity to this? But I think also we we can't, you know, we do have trusted voices around us, you know, people that we know are walking with the Lord. We have that same openness to His Word. And to him speaking. And um, I think we do well to listen to the counsel of others in those kind of situations. Um, because I, I I do feel like anytime we felt led uh as a as a couple, Bridget and I, um, it has been that kind of primary leading where you feel like God is lining some things up, but then it's it's often been worked out in the counsel of other people as well, speaking into it and saying. I affirm this. I I actually, I feel, I have a piece about this and I feel like the Lord is, is in this. And, um, but then Mike, the other thing is, I mean, my dad said to me in the past, you know, it's faith that pleases God. It's not always like clarity, you know, (laughs) otherwise it's not really faith where where you look to him and you say, Lord, I want to please you. I want to honor you, but I want to, I want to hear your voice and I want to be obedient to you. So, um, uh, you know, I'm going to step out into this because it feels like it's for me, and um, so there. Sometimes there is risk involved, but again, as uh, I've heard it said before, you know, generally nobody's going to die by stepping out. <laughs> if you feel like somebody's discouraged and you want to step out and say, "I just, I just get a sense maybe that you know, uh, it's not going to hurt anybody," so yeah, right, yeah, it's not, and the, the value is still caring and love. Exactly, and in those situations, you know it's still it can still be a win either way. That's right. um, just one last uh, question on this. I mean, we feel like we could talk around that for a while, but um you know we we finally see this turning point in Joseph's life. It's been about two years, I think, in a in a, a dungeon, essentially, up to this point, and um there's there was lots of time or opportunity for his faith in God to really win you know, under the weight of those weeks and months. And I think, you know, we would agree, Mike, that waiting on God is not easy. Um, and when you feel like you're, you're calling out to him and like, Lord, where are you in this? Or I I felt like this is what you were going to do. And um, so do you have any advice or how you would kind of counsel people here in that phase, feel like they're waiting on God? Um or maybe feel like he's he's silent in some, some way? I think one of the things that gives
2: gives me hope in those situations in life is stories like this one with Joseph. You, you look throughout the Bible and when you, when you kind of get a closer look, his life wasn't all that, that grand and glorious. Like I said, he spent two years. That is a really long time to... Just be waiting literally in a prison. Um, God puts those stories in the Bible to show us there's more to come. You know, maybe right now I'm in that moment in my life, but I can trust that He's in this and He's got more to come. So I think that the stories like these in the Bible I do find encouraging and inspiring because God has intentionally placed those. For us to be able to look and to realize, okay, you know jo- Joseph, this great mature man of God, had a season when he was waiting, when things weren't the way that he wanted them. So I should expect that to to be the case in my life as well. And I would add to that um, biblically: there's just so many wonderful promises of God that are meaningful, and I think they're maybe more meaningful and come to life. In seasons when we aren't experiencing the answer to our prayer, um, those passages just pop um, and we experience God. And like you mentioned, like your dad talked about, that's when faith is really needed. So I encourage people to find a few passages of the Bible that speak loudly. Psalm 23, why is that one so famous? Well, I think the reason Psalm 23 is so famous is it connects to us so deeply um, about when life isn't always good, the Lord's my shepherd. You know, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Pastures we we can't even tell if they're green some of the times. So right. the, the 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 significance and the meaning and the way that God speaks to those, I just say, t- listen and 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 let those passages come to life in seasons of waiting. I guess the other thing, well, for for me is that. I find it very helpful, one, to be able to look in the Bible and see how God has provided for people when they've waited. And the other, we don't have to, the Bible is not the only place where we can see that. The other is just to reflect on my own life um, in, in seasons of waiting. It's like, this isn't the first time that I haven't gotten what I wanted. This isn't the first time that I haven't understood what God is doing. And when we just take a little space to reflect, remember times in the past, When I was in a similar situation, when I didn't understand, when I didn't get it, when it wasn't there, when I wanted it. And then as I can look back, I can see, well, God was in that. Hmm. And I can look back and see how God has been faithful and how God has provided in ways that I wouldn't have anticipated. And and most of the time, not all the time, but I think most of the time I can look back and say, well, the waiting was good for me. And it was better than what I would have wanted if it would have happened when I wanted the way I wanted. But yeah, you know, reflecting back a lot of value and remembering what God has done in our own lives.
1: Yeah, I love that, Mike. It's so helpful. Um it reminds me of <clears throat> a pattern of the psalmists as well, that they often did look back, you know, remembering uh what God has done and um in the past as they were maybe walking through something difficult in the present. And so uh, yeah, it was super super helpful. Well thanks again for your time today, Mike and, and just the effort you put into putting these messages together. This has been a really rich series uh, so far. and um, yeah, it's been cool to take a fresh look at Joseph's life. So we'll look forward to the week the weeks ahead. Um, and thank you for listening today. Uh, for more opportunities to grow in your faith, check out our Ridge University page on our church website, Ridgelife.org. And thanks again for joining. We'll hope you'll join us next time on Beyond the Sermon.
0: I hope you enjoyed our conversation this week. I want to mention one last thing before we go. Our heart at the Ridge is to help people grow in their relationship with God. There are so many ways to get connected into what can be life-changing environments for you and your family. The best way to keep in touch with all that is happening is through our website, ridgelife.org, but also through our weekly e-news. You can sign up to receive this directly to your inbox using the link in our podcast show notes. Finally, thanks so much for listening. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please feel free to share with friends or family. We hope to catch you next time on Beyond the Sermon.